I Like You, a counterintuitive approach to dating and relationships in the digital age. I'm your host, Clara Archwager. I'm a coach, I'm a writer, and I specialize in helping women who are already living really rich lives. They don't view marriage as the be-all, end-all, but they do desire to co-create a life with another, deeply so. They're curious to understand why that hasn't come to fruition thus far and how they can pursue those desires more consciously. In these conversations, some with just me, some with incredible guests, and others with my dear fiance, James, will be in that vein, imbued with curiosity, nuance, and a way of looking at dating and relationships that isn't contained to such a formulaic and stifled lens. Let's go. all welcome back to i think i like you the podcast this is clara archwalker i am we're coming out a day late here just because of the july 4th weekend and admittedly i thought am i not gonna do a podcast this week because uh not only did we have a really busy weekend we had family in town which was so wonderful but like most of you i'm sure the events of the world um, are really catching up with me. And I'm I'm not going to make any sort of commentary on that, more from a place of what's happening and what it all means, because I am most certainly not the expert there. Um, even the phrase, what it all means, I uh, as if that can be captured. But... I was thinking about this and I thought, do I want to give myself the space and the rest to just not record? And then I was reminded of last week I did a webinar, a bunch of you joined. If you are listening now, thank you so much for coming. It was, you know, you never really know how those things are going to shake out. It's so dependent on the makeup of the group, where people are at, uh, if they feel comfortable opening up. And I've done many of those where it's like crickets, where you say, we're going to have all this time for questions. And it, it just doesn't really pan out. And But last week, it was so rich with just engagement and questions and conversation, um, which, which was really, really great. And um, like a good time spent with friends or a good, time, good conversation with a friend right now, a good cup of coffee, space to read, just really, you know, I think walking in nature with my dogs, like it's kind of the sustenance that's keeping me going. And the things that really give me these wonderful moments that are honestly the only thing getting me through. But in that podcast where there was, or excuse me, in that webinar where there was such good conversation, uh, one of, and I think it was one of the first questions, one of the participants wrote a question into the Zoom chat that was essentially along the lines of the world is kind of a shitstorm right now. And so in the midst of all of that, how do I consider dating? How do I consider the pursuit of partnership? (laughs) And do I even have the ability to, to manage that kind of emotional upheaval or emotional up and down. And how do, how do I be the best judge of that? And I think that even if you are 
in a relationship, you're not active, you know, you're not seeking to meet someone, you're not actively dating. Like we all, myself included, have really limited bandwidth right now. Really, really limited bandwidth and bandwidth that is constantly being shortened and tested. And so we have to stay really tapped into what, (laughs) what am I available for? What do I have capacity for? Be it in work, be it in socializing, be it in exercising. Like for myself right now, my body, I um, have generalized anxiety and suffer from anxiety and it, it upswings. It tends to turn up during um, a variety of different kinds of states, but I, it's definitely feeling it right now. My digestion has been off. I've been... Um, really struggling with chest pains, which are all kind of token signs for me that my body is like, oh, we're not feeling the most comfortable right now. We are struggling to get into parasympathetic. And so I have my kind of personal RX of um, how I deal with this, which is very uh, (laughs) boring in nature, but necessary. And that includes making sure I'm drinking enough water, making sure that I'm taking a few minutes to not necessarily meditate, but breathe every day, dedicated space to breathe. Even in this moment, making sure like, is your stomach relaxed? Are you, are you breathing? Are you taking deep breaths? Uh, getting in time for yoga, even if it's a really simple practice. And I just went back to acupuncture yesterday and I'm going to start doing weekly appointments there. And I'm just really clear on those are non-negotiables. Those things have to be happening. They just do. And even with that, my bandwidth is limited. I We had family in town for the weekend. We were very, very social. And I'm making a point to spend... Yesterday, I was mostly at home and alone um, or with James. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like there is no socializing. Friday, we're seeing friends, but old friends that feel like family in a really outdoor, comfortable, beautiful setting. Um, And in order to do that, I'm making sure that Wednesday and Thursday, I have a lot of dedicated time to work because Monday and Tuesday were kind of vacation days for me. And it may sound like I'm reading you my grocery list, but really this is the level of thought that is going into how I manage my time right now. It's even as specific as, do I need silence in the car as I drive to the office? Do I need a podcast? Do I need music? But more so right now, it's like silence. It just is. So if you're listening to this, I don't mean to have you shut it off and you're like, oh yeah, I could use silence. You know, it's listening to those cues right now, tapping so, so deeply um, into our body. And it kind of relates where I was going with today's conversation and the question that this woman posed last week during our our webinar, during our live session. And I think that even, you know, back when my real adult dating journey started in 2014, not amidst, you know, this... I mean, there was certainly chaos in the world then, but certainly not like we're experiencing right now. I always, for some reason, had a really good 
sort of internal barometer for when I had the bandwidth to date and when I didn't. And like with anything, because those of you who are in relationship right now might be thinking like, well, yeah, but how does this apply to me? Even in the context of, and that's kind of why I ran you through my social schedule or lack thereof, or how I'm thinking about work. And I should also caveat that with James is, is taking a lighter week for work. So what I'm asking him to do is 10 more to the dogs, 10 more to things in the house so that when I come home, they're like, I'm not as available for household work right now. And so we're tag teaming on that, but he's turning down the volume on his own um, career related work and taking a front step towards um, or sort of a front seat role in managing the household. And that's allowing me to say, okay, I can really focus on my work work. So, you know, I'm going into the specific specifics of all of this to really show you um, the thought and care and intention that's going into how do I be really conscious and mindful of my energy. So I just share that because for those of you that aren't dating, I'd like you to apply it in that fashion when I'm talking about the, the, you know, how one, if one is pursuing partnership is considering it, uh, during this time. But to go back to what I was saying before, I always had this really good metric around when I did or didn't have the energy and the bandwidth in order to put myself out there. And I think the way in which we get really tripped up there, which is very valid, very, very valid. None of this is like, why are you doing that? But is the feeling of a timeline, the feeling of scarcity that all the quote unquote good or, um, uh, what's the secure, (laughs) I mean, so many read that people read that book attached and they're like, there are fewer, you know, they're insecure and they're avoidant or they're anxious and they're avoidant and the secure people are running out and there aren't as many, you know, people are running out. Um, my timeline, I want to have a family. I want to meet someone. I want to build a certain life and time is running out. The idea of when this was going to all happen for me, the age when I thought this was all going to happen for me, whether it be 30 or 32 or 35 or Whatever it may be, it's not, how do I get it to match up with that? And I find that we create a lot of anxiety and discomfort and resentment towards the pursuit of partnership when we are stuck in that, but I have to keep going and I have to keep doing and I have to keep trying because I'm running out of time. And that's a really, really real thing. So add on top of that a new cycle, a world where it is really directly impacting not just what we're capable of, but how certain tasks, like here's an example. I said to my acupuncturist yesterday, you know, I hear of the latest shooting this one being the one in the suburbs of Chicago. And I don't necessarily burst into tears, but my chest does seize up. I feel that tightening. And then I will think about the next time I have to go to the grocery store, which was yesterday afternoon. And I won't want to go. I will feel that within myself. I will say, I don't, I don't want to step into that grocery store. I will say to my partner, 
I want to make sure we're being really kind and appreciative of one another, especially when we leave the house. Because what if one of us doesn't make it home? And I find more solace and comfort in acknowledging kind of the reality of the situation and, and, and calling it out and then being like, how can I really be in alignment um, and can in communication with those who are most important to me in my life right now? You may not. But I say all of that because that heightened level, that that's taking bandwidth from me. That's taking energy from me. So that may mean that I don't have as much energy to work out. I don't have as much energy to see friends multiple times a week. Um, and and the same, we, we all need to be our own best expert in that regard. So in the context of dating, it can definitely feel like a time with anything where you're like, what is the fucking point anymore? <laughs> What's the point? And I, th- I think that that is a question to bring pen to paper for yourself and say, what is my point? You know, why, why, why am I sitting here recording? What, what's the point? What, what, what is it giving me to keep going? Why is that important? Maybe even more so than ever, but how can I make today a little easier? Maybe today's only going to be a 20 minute podcast. It probably is. <laughs> Maybe I'm not going to record my office. I'm actually recording directly into James's laptop. That way it's super quick and fast for him to edit and we can throw up the episode in seconds and that's going to be fine. And maybe the background noise will be a little funky. The dogs are actually on a walk right now. So that's usually my, my biggest risk factor, right? But I think in the context of if you are swiping on an app right now and I actually, I want to come back to that question first and then I'll go to the app. So really putting pen to paper on what's the point for me right now? Do I want to keep dating? Do I want to be dating right now? What does that look like for me? What does partnership mean in the grander scheme of my life right now? Because I think on top of all of this, actually, the need for connection, not just, you know, how we are wired for that biologically. And this can be platonically, it can be romantically, but the need for connection has never been more important. I consider, you know, I find myself leaning towards friendships and people in my life where I'm like, can we just let it all hang out? And that's not exactly first date territory, but I'm going to get into how you can handle that a little bit and how you can make it that. So come back to kind of what's your point of keep going, of of, of keeping going or not? Where are you really at? What are you available for? And this is, a to me, this is like a day-to-day and a week-to-week question that one asks themselves. And in the context of pursuing partnerships, so I'll go back to the swiping here and how we kind of ground this into a more like literally what are we doing right now, right? And 
if you kind of run through that and you say like, yeah, I, I, I want, I want to connect deeply with someone. I want to open myself up to this. I want to maintain hope. Hope is a big one for me. And I don't mean hope in some bullshit. I don't know, really saccharine sense. I mean, in like, I am still a living, breathing thing here. And what can I do for myself and my family and my community? So for yourself, if you are (laughs) kind of, you know, asking yourself these big existential questions around hope and then being like, okay, I'm sitting here with hinge open or bumble or whatever it may be. I was thinking about this prior to recording. And for me, it starts not just with like the act of swiping, but even what you put directly into your profile of like, and this is, this is some of the work that I do with clients, but it's like, make a point to say like, you know, given the state of the world, I'm here for some like honest and caring connection. I'm here to get to know people, um, on a deeper level. I'm, I'm here to, um, bring some play and humor and levity into my day to day in any way that I can. And I'm not saying put that directly into your profile, although you certainly can, if you want, but regardless of the, the state of our world and the environment that we're living in, you, you want to lead with an idea of yourself of like, here's, here's, here's what I'm about. Here's what I'm here for. Um, and it's ever more important right now because the thing is, is that we're all feeling this. We're all feeling this. It's not by chance that I called a friend yesterday to be like, Hey, so here's what's going on with my digestion and how I'm having these super tight chest pains right before I go to sleep. And she was like, Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Here's how it's showing up for me. Here's how it's showing up for me. Here's how I thought it was an anxiety, but it really is. Right? So there are a whole host of people right now that are like, man, oh, I'd really like to meet someone because there is a comfort and a solace and, and a, a grounding in, I don't want to go this alone. I, I, I don't. And so how can you share, not again, without being too esoteric or existential, that part of yourself, like, here's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for someone who wants to go on like a nice walk where we can get a cup of coffee or have a drink outdoors on a patio. Just kind (laughs) of take the pressure off and breathe, have some fun, not do this first date bullshit and just be like, Hey, here's who I am. Like, whew. It's been, it's been a weird few years. It's been a hard few years. And I think it's going to keep going for a bit and show up with that level of honesty and vulnerability. And it, it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to weigh it all down and make it so serious. I, uh, we had the, the day that the Roe v. Wade decision was, was made or the overturning happened. We had good friends over for dinner. It was a couple and their two kids. We didn't talk about it at all. We didn't talk about it at all. We laughed about the kids. We laughed about like things in our town. We laughed about 
you know, the husband of the couple spilling ketchup on the shirt. We laughed about the dog. Like we, and, and I didn't notice until the next day. And I said it to James, I was like, God, we didn't talk about it at all. And honestly, that was great to just have a moment where we were just present with one another, eating cheeseburgers and laughing about the fact that our neighbors only had two ice cream sandwiches that they had said, we'll bring dessert. <laughs> that was not happening. And so we, we all, we all need that right now. And we also need to give ourselves permission for it. And I, I do think that can happen in the context of a dating scenario. I do. It's not lost on me that when we are out there meeting people that we also are like, yeah, but I don't want to just go on first and second dates that are sort of like nice, but you know, um, I want something that goes somewhere. And I think in that vein, you know, I'll have it with clients where we really have to be conscious of, you know, the, the doing the work on ourselves, right? We can do the work, quote unquote, the work in a way where it perpetuates this idea that there is something wrong with us, that we are broken. And then we can do it in a way that's really invigorating and clarifying. And like, I'm really seeing what's going on here with myself. And when it comes to the pursuit of partnership and why it has or hasn't worked out for you just yet, or why your relationships have been a certain way. You really need to get honest with yourself around, am I available for that work right now? How is that going to make me feel? And the thing is, maybe you really are. Maybe you're like, you know what? Digging into something like that, whether it be in conjunction with a coach or a therapist or just in, you know, in reading certain content or processing certain things for yourself, maybe you're like, that would actually feel like a really nourishing thing to dig into right now and to look at. And maybe there's a way in which I can take a loose rein to dating and see how I can lead more with my heart. What if I were to put that into practice? But also maybe there's a way in which this doesn't serve me right now. And this, this feels too taxing and it's bringing up a lot that is making it hard to kind of manage my day to day. And, and I want to be able to look more at that or at the very least go through a period where I'm really prioritizing myself and caring for myself, whatever, whatever that may may look like. But I think that it's really important to, you know, for myself, I'm actually finding that there is a lot of, uh, grounding and stability in growing my business right now and being really expansive with my business and considering ways in which, um, I can do more. I can serve more. I can create new opportunities for clients and, that's, that's actually really, really serving me right now. I'm able to go to my office and kind of enter into this cocoon of focus and put forth the people before me, whether they be in sessions, put forth the newsletter that I want to write, put forth the podcast that I want to record and, and focus on that 
but there's no, it's very individualized here. And even with that, as I say, all of that, there is still limited bandwidth. There is still only a space within a limited space within which I'm able to do that kind of stuff and being conscious to that. But the same is true for all of us, regardless of what part of our lives that we're talking about. But there isn't, I think it can be easy to think like, oh, I couldn't possibly date right now. And that may be very, very true for you. But there also is a part of you that might say, you know what, if I were to approach, approach it in X, Y, Z way, actually that would feel really good. Uh, actually working with someone right now on this would be a very nourishing way or a great way to place my energy. So, you know, if I go back to that original question that that participant asks around, like, how do we handle this? How do we measure this within ourselves? How do we know that if we, we really can put ourselves out there and and pursue this right now? And it's very, very much an individual question and an internal job. It's very much an honoring of self and checking in with yourself and seeing where you're at. And I, I I do want to kind of, you know, double click on the idea of there can be a way and I'll see this in clients where quote unquote working on ourselves is really a way to perpetuate the idea that we're broken or there's something wrong with us. And we're actually more addicted to that cycle. And that is extremely unhelpful at any point in time, but especially in times like this. So I will leave it there because I wanted this one to be short, but sweet. As I said, I'm also minding and managing my own world (laughs) and what's going on there. Um, but I will say that I've mentioned this via the newsletter and on Instagram, but I am doing a special, I'm doing a two hour strategy session. It's really like a two week program that starts with an initial, um, collection of journaling questions for you to get teed up for that two hour session. And then you get two weeks of support following that via email. Um, and I normally do that for 1495, but I'm, I have lowered the price until July 15th. So you don't have to do it by July 15th, but you have to book by July 15th. And it is 895 for that session. And if you like it so much that you're like, Oh, I really want to do a full on one-to-one program with you. Then we just take that original investment and we deduct it from, um, yeah, from the cost of the program. So that is available. I will drop a link to that in the show notes. I'm sending you all a lot of love, big hug, and just the hope that, uh, you really take a moment to tune into yourself today and really give space for listening deeply to what you need right now. Thank you.